We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The band. Yeah, I'm shot out of a cannon. I got some extra energy go. that I didn't have the last half hour. K-Mac, C-Mac, Keith McPherson, Chris McMonagall. Can you hear me now? Are we on the air? I hope you're <laughs> listening. I think we're hitting the Odyssey app now. This is a bonus 30, 40 minutes. We were just live on WFAN from 6.30 to 7.30 with Thursday Night Live. We had O'Shane Zimenez, Nick Costos join us to talk about Week 15, the Giants, Commander's game coming up. A little bit about the Jets and the other spreads and odds coming this way. But, I mean, we have breaking news right now. Yep. And there's no way that you have two Yankees fans on the fan that can ignore what we just saw on Twitter. C-Mac saw it and read it to me. Rodon to the Yankees. John Heyman reports on Twitter. Which is which is scary these days. I wasn't 100% <laughs> sure to just run with a John Heyman report. And I don't know why John Heyman is the guy that gets to break it. But there's the passing tweet. Jeff Passan tweets. No, it's legit. Left-hander Carlos Rodon to the New York Yankees. In agreement on a six-year, $162 million contract. Sources familiar with the deal tell ESPN. So that means he's getting about $27 million a year for the next six years. Yep. Let's go, Yankees. Let's go. They they bumped up the offer. uh, He wanted seven. The Yankees were at five. They met in the middle. I wasn't sure the Yankees were going to do it, especially there was a lot of uh, talk that really no other teams had an offer out there. So what one thing you know Brian Cash and the Yankees don't do typically is negotiate against themselves. So until someone else came through, maybe someone did, or maybe they just decided to, you know, all the public pressure because Yankee fans were thrilled with Judge. But it's been a week. It's been a whole week since they signed somebody. It was time to do something. And they've been circling around this guy for what seems like the entire offseason here, he's been the guy they've been after. They, it was Judge and Rodon. Uh, Rodon, that's, those are the two guys the Yankees have made it clear they want to go out and get in the free agent market, and they have. So six years, 162. You hope he stays healthy because you know when he's healthy, he's good. So that's just it. He's an excellent pitcher. Uh, a Cole uh, Rodon, top of the rotation to go along with uh, Nestor and Severino and uh, Montas, that's a good starting five and an excellent one-two punch. And as long as he's healthy, the Yankees just bolstered their rotation and got a couple of pitches you feel good about heading into an October series, which is all we, all we care about anyway, Keith. We don't <laughs> I just, care how many wins they get in the regular season. I just needed something this week. I needed this <laughs> week to not end without the Yankees buying another player. This is the window to buy talent, to improve your team with money. You don't have to trade anyone. You can literally just bring in talent by paying them. And I wanted Carlos Rodon. I was watching everything I could watch on YouTube, his highlights, how he attacks, what pitches he has. And I'm just like, right now, I'm I'm now happy that this actually happened. And I'm thinking about the future with him. And I already was talking to C-Mac about this. It's just good that they got it done. Yankees fans were thirsty 
desperate oh. all week watching Steve Cohen in the Mets, yep. watching other teams, the Phillies, the Cubs, the, the Giants make moves and spend money. And uh, we had got the report last night that the Cardinals weren't going to pay him. And I was live on air. I had a five-hour show, and I kept talking through it. And my stance on it was, okay, if the Cardinals aren't going to pay him and the Giants aren't going to bring him back because they have six starters, they signed a couple other guys, the Yankees aren't going to lose Carlos Rodon to the Twins. If the first offer that the Yankees put out wasn't there, send another offer, Brian Cashman. Mm -hmm. I legit called out Cashman yesterday, and I guess he heard me. Thank you, Brian Cashman, for just going out and doing what we wanted you to do. There's more to do, but that was part of what a lot of Yankees fans had on their Christmas list, and we got it done. Yeah, I mean, this is exciting. It's exciting. The pieces are coming together. They still need a left fielder. I'd still like a couple of different things done in the lineup. You need, you want to see some maybe addition by subtraction with Hicks and Donaldson and some other guys. Um, I've kind of been on the trade Glaber thing because I just kind of – I'm with you. I, I'm kind of just done with his hot and coldness, and he's kind of like the last memory of a failed baby Bombers besides Judge and just a group that's been unsuccessful in the postseason. I'm kind of ready to move on because he's going to be a free agent soon, and I, I can't imagine paying him. So I think it's – I would be okay with moving on from him. But ultimately, they need a left fielder, but that's really the only desperate need they have at the minute. Uh, they've added Judge back, and they've added – Arguably, I mean, depending on if you care about age at all, the best free agent pitcher on the market, I mean, obviously. Best Ver left-handed pitcher. Best left-handed by far. Verlander's a better pitcher, but he's 40, and he signed a two-year deal. I mean, this is now a guy who's in their rotation for the next six years. And really, they needed a guy with a couple of years on it, because if you look at it's really just Cole and Nestor. Severino will be a free agent next year. Yep. Montas, free agent ne after next year. I mean, they would have to go out and add a bunch of pitchers next season if they didn't have another guy under contract. This season, so it's uh, it, it adds some stability to the rotation over the next handful of years. Uh, it's it's a great move. As long as he stays healthy, that's the only question mark with him. And you hate to have it be shoulder, too. Shoulders are tricky with pitchers. Elbow, they recover from. Tommy John, you get better. Shoulders can be tricky. But if he can stay healthy, you know how dominant it is. You know what his K rate is. You know how hard he throws. You know the wipeout slider. You know everything about him. And it's coming to the Bronx. You're going to get to see it up close and personal. And I can't wait. Awesome. Let's now, go. I know we're... Talking Freaking football, to, yeah, we're, we're kicking off, you know, Thursday night football. It's coming up in a couple minutes on, uh, you know, WFAN, and this is Odyssey app exclusive. But that's the thing about this being an Odyssey app exclusive. It's a little more laid back. We can do whatever we want to do. We can curse. Oh, shit. Oh, watch it. I feel dirty doing that. Like, you said yeah, that I, last I time. Like, do nah, it. It's just like you don't I'm even want to don't wanna go down yeah. that route, and <laughs> no. then next time you're on the radio, you slip, and that's then it's it. like, should have never dipped my toe in that nope. pool. But bad influence that Keith McPherson. <laughs> I was for <laughs> like majority of my life until I grew up in the last five years. But it gives us the freedom to talk about what we want to talk about. Obviously, we're talking about the NFL, too. Yep. Uh, young Jared on the phone on on hold. He's been holding oh, since about Jared. 730, I think. Let's see if I can bring him in. Hello, Jared. You're on. Yeah. What's up? Long time. No speak. <laughs> Yeah, talked to you last night. And how long you've been holding? You've been holding through the whole uh, transfer and switch of signals, right? Yeah, for for a while it just when when the phone just no, there was nothing. Yeah, you didn't hear anything. You weren't hearing WFAN with the Westwood One coverage, and you also weren't hearing us on the Odyssey app. Signals got crossed. Whatever. Either way, uh, inside the eight o'clock hour, we're live now. We're so here now. What you got? Yeah. 
So I was going to start with the Giants because I said I told the producer Giants. Sure. Well, I was going to say something about the Yankees, but didn't end up telling him that I was going to say it. But now, big news, big news. Big news. Yeah. I, I was going to start off saying how I was not happy, don't think that they're going to go anywhere. After every year, last year, what would they do? Bring in, would they bring in, really, nobody free agency. Year before that, last time they really brought in someone was Gary Cole. Now, they find they got, they re-signed Judge, and now they get Radon. It's pretty good. They re-signed Rizzo. There's more to do. There's more yeah. to do, and there's plenty more time. Yeah, I feel if they need to win, if if we're really, really, which every team wants to do, win the World Series, they they got to spend more money. You see, you see Steve Steve Cohn going out there. Yeah, but if money. we're saying win the World Series and then we're pivoting to the money Steve Cohen spent, well, <laughs> they I, didn't even win and, the division. No, and not only that, I mean the money Steve Cohen uh, Steve Cohen spent was a lot to just keep the team in the same way. I mean the Yankees spent three hundred fifty million dollars, but nobody thinks of it that way because it was one player, Aaron Judge. Yes, but they spent three hundred fifty million dollars to bring back Aaron Judge. The Mets spent one hundred sixty million dollars to bring back Brandon Nimmo. The Mets spent one hundred million dollars to bring back their own closer in Diaz. So yeah, they spent a lot of money. And they replaced. DeGrom with Scherzer. I mean, you had to make DeGrom's the best pitcher in baseball when healthy. So they brought in another high-priced pitcher. But, I mean, if they're both healthy, that's a wash. I mean, so they – and they replaced their rotation. They lost Taiwan Walker. They lost Bassett. They had to bring back guys to fill the rotation. They didn't go out and make these extra big moves. They just – I mean, you could argue the they team's pretty much do. just as – Yeah, they did what they had to do to keep the team just as good as the 101-win team last year. So it's not like they went out and changed their team dramatically. But they spent a lot of money to keep it the same. They still have the same lineup. They still have the same. I mean, and, it's not that different. And to different. add to that, it's not like Steve Cohen can do what the Yankees do and, like, have a philosophy change or all of a sudden decide right. to be fiscally responsible no. after he came this in that way. This is his game. Yeah, no, this is his game. He's going to spend money. And he, listen, and it's, it, it, it helped get uh, uh, the shortstop more money from the Giants last night, Correa. Yep. I mean, this is what... Every owner feared this is why they built in the luxury tax for him, the extra ring of the luxury tax. This is what they feared. Not only is he going to pay everyone big money, but he's going to, you know, his tide is going to raise all ships. Now other teams are going to have to spend more money because Steve Cohen might be lurking. I mean, that's just – and it's great. I love it. I'm As a Yankee fan, I don't complain. I just want to warn Met fans, you've become what you've despised. I hope you're aware of this for years you hated the Yankees. Oh, they buy championships. Oh, never oh, mind that no now, money. though. Blah, blah. Don't you, bring that up now, Chris. That, was, have, that was ancient history you now. Ha, you have become what you despised. <laughs> so enjoy it. I think it's great for baseball. But at the same time, as a Yankee fan, I don't think it's fair to look at it and go, oh, look at all the money Steve Cohen spent. They spent two. They spent $400 million on Rizzo and Judge, and they just spent another $162. $560 million this offseason. Are we really going to complain that Hal Steinbrenner is being cheap? That narrative has to go out the window. He just spent half a billion dollars this year. It's out of the window. You're starting yeah. to change it right now with what you just said. People yeah. are listening to this. We we can't do that, folks. No more Hal is cheap. How doesn't spend? Yeah. How bossed up from Italy to now? Yeah. In a, in a matter of a week, it is Thursday. Last Wednesday, Hal is nine hours ahead of the time in San Diego in Italy. In the eleventh hour, he gets in touch with Aaron Judge and says, "Sure, you want to be a Yankee? No problem. Here's an extra year. Here's the three sixty. We're done here. We're done here. Yep. See you in the Bronx." And then a week later, 
which I was pounding the table last night on my show. It's been a week. We need something. And Rodon, his preferred destination is New York. You can actually outbid everyone else. You don't have to go up to $200 million, right. but you can still outbid everyone else to acquire this guy. And they did. So Hal Steinbrenner, I, I, I like it. My whole thing yesterday was if you're in the Final Four and you feel like there's one team to beat to get back to a World Series – why don't you push all your chips in this offseason yeah. and get better? And so far, so good. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it was uh, – there's still more to do, as we said, and the team ultimately isn't really any different except one more starting pitcher. And you look at the reason they lost to that, why they were fourth and why they lost to the Astros, is because they can't hit. So things they still need more. Uh, but this is a good start. And Hal Steinbrenner spent a ton of money. So, I mean, it's on Brian Cash for now. To, to build and shape a team. You can't expect Hal to spend any more money. It's going to have to be via trade. You're going to have to try and get a left fielder via trade, you would think now. Maybe. I mean, I guess Hal could go out there and get a Benintendi. I'd be shocked if he does that now. I think it's a lot of money. And if Benintendi's going to want $80, $90 million, I mean, to spend $600 million this offseason just sounds like a lot to me. Uh, but maybe he'll do that. But Brian Cash for now, and I think he did a great job. It was seven years, 220, right? That's what he wanted, seven years, something like that. Seven years, 200. They were able to avoid the seventh year, get a deal that's reasonable at $27 million for the kind of pitcher he is. If he pitches, $27 million is a bargain. It's just a matter of if he's healthy. So Brian Cashman did a good job. Hal Steinbrenner did a good job. Still more to do. Need a left fielder at the very least. You'd like to shake up the infield a little bit if you could, certainly the left side of the infield. Uh, but we'll see where they are. But right now, this is a big move. It's a big move. It bolsters the rotation. And come postseason time, now you've got – your top four, Cole, Rodon, or Rodon, excuse me, Nestor Cortez, and Severino. I'll take that four against any Let's four bully. Let's go. Let's bully. Young Jared, you still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a giant comment there, Young Jared? Yeah. Good, good. Please give it to us. We're dying for it. Okay. So, a bunch of quick stuff on injuries, and then oh, one more thing. Yeah. So, Bellinger was limited today, mm -hmm. Hod Ward, and then Richie James, who was limited, though likely he's going to play. And then Shane Lemieux was, is out. Right. Jory Jackson, still out. Yes. Um, so, d d now, I'm going to, I made this thing with a bunch of reasons why I don't think that the Giants are going to go, any, like, anywhere. Maybe... Maybe make the playoffs. Well, I mean, young Jared, I, I hate to tell you this. If they make the postseason, you you, you, you thank them. your lucky stars they got there, and then you don't really you don't really expect them to do much more than that. I hate to break it to you, as a Giant fan, I wish I could tell you, sure, if you get in the right matchup, maybe they win a playoff game. But let's get to the let's play a playoff game. Let's get back to where we were in 2016. It's the last time they had one. Let's play a playoff game and let's see where we are. But let's get there. Let's not worry about where you think they're gonna go. You don't think they're gonna win a Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I don't no, think no, they're no. gonna win a Super Bowl. Stats are garbage. They they, they to have a quarterback with a 13 to five pass. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Interception ratio is, is insane. Touchdowns and interception. Yeah, well, it's not so much the interceptions, it's the touchdowns. I mean, the touchdown numbers are too low. Touchdown numbers are too low. They don't score. He has five rushing touchdowns, 13 passing touchdowns, 18 total touchdowns, and how they played They played 13 games. Yes. How is he meant to – how could you have him as your starting quarterback for the next five years? I, I don't know if you do. That, that, that's the answer. I don't know if you do. Uh, not for the next five years, certainly. We'll see what yeah, kind of contract say, they give to him. But, no, I, and that's what sucks about this, and I've talked about this forever. I, this is gonna. This is year four of Daniel Jones. Whatever you think of him, you don't think enough either one way or the other because it's impossible to. Like, he's right there in the middle. You can't not know after four years. To me, it's almost, if it's not yes, it's no. That's where I've stood with him, uh, you know, going into his fourth season. If the answer isn't yes, he's my franchise guy, then the answer is no. We, it's, but at the same time, I understand why people might think, well, he could be because, you know, he's never had an offensive line. Now he's got no offensive weapons. Now he's, he can't find a wide receiver. Everyone gets hurt, you know, blah, 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 blah. Great. We're going into year five. You're going to give him a big-time contract? I have no idea. And they've won enough games now where they're not going to draft a quarterback. So what are you going to do? Try and figure out a way to get car, you know, get car on this team, or figure out a way to get another high-priced or overpaid middle of the road, you know, figure out a way to get Geno Smith or the like on this team. I mean, I, I don't know. I think they're stuck with him because I don't see a better option. But at the same time, do I see him as the the guy who can be the sustained winning guy? No, and that's why we say like people say, can Daniel Jones win a Super Bowl? And my answer to that is yes. If Daniel Jones is put around, uh, is is the quarterback of a team with a top three defense, unbelievable talent all around him, and can he manage his way to have a one-year pop-up, everything breaks right Super Bowl victory? Sure, I, I'm, that's plausible. Other quarterbacks with, with less have done it, Trent Dilfer and Rob Johnson and different guys like that, but can he be a guy who gives you sustained winning year in and year out, no matter what your defense looks like, no matter how many injuries you sustain at key positions? Can he be Peyton Manning and win 12, 11 games every year, write it down, it doesn't matter what breaks wrong or right can he be that guy and that's what you're looking for certainly when you draft someone at the six at the six overall draft slot yep. at the time that's what you're looking for you're not looking for the guy who can pop up and with a perfect team just do enough to get a super bowl win a super bowl win would be great don't get me wrong but you got everything's got to be perfect and i don't know if this is the kind of guy who can give you that kind of we'll be in the postseason because we have daniel jones i i don't think he can be so at this point why are you keeping him yeah, but it's not only the quarterback. No, and it's not. Considering that they play after they scored the touchdown, Boston's got 60-yard return. If you're the stats are on ESPN, they have a 59 percentage rate of, of a touchback. Kick it out of the end zone every time. You let the let them get a touchback every time. You don't need to risk a 60-yard return. I mean, it's I mean, all you're not risk. wrong, but they, they the teams do it differently. Teams think they can kick and cover. Now that the the touchback has gone to the 25, you see it all the time. I mean, 
I, if you've watched the Patriot game, they hardly ever kick it for kick uh, for touchbacks. The, the whole thing was to limit hits on the kickoff and kick return anyway. Right. That was the whole change. I know, and now they've changed it because they think they can kick and cover. But the Giants can't do anything right right now. That's what scares me about Washington. They went through a half a year where everything went right. They weren't as talented as the team in front of them in most of the cases, but everything went right. They played smart, and in the end, they made the big play to win a game. And now it's been a, a month of it being the opposite. And so yeah, I'm and, concerned that month continues. Yeah, and this and this punter Jamie Gillen, ugh, he average average around forty three point two yards. He likes his numbers. Man, I'm Young sorry. Jared, I'm just... You're just pumped. You're reading all kinds of stuff about Rendon. <laughs> I know you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm over here. I'm, I'm over here taking <laughs> grenades in the trenches, John. Talking to. <laughs> talking I'm, to Young I'm excited, and, and I'm I'm seeing. The change in the Yankees universe. Oh, of course. All of the Debbie Downers <laughs> and negative Nancys are celebrating all of a sudden. All of the people that talk down on Brian Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner are changing course. That's how it goes. You know exactly how it goes. And I don't know. It's a it's a good night. Um, I'm glad that, you know, even though we're supposed to be uh, doing this bonus and it's NFL talk. No, mm-hmm. we have an avenue here of to course. be live talking about this news if this was... Uh, if this was not happening, we would just have Westwood one on, and you wouldn't be able to hear from me and C-Mac on it. So, Young Jared, thanks for the call, bro. Thank you, bro. Young Jared, man. Let's take a call from Jack in North Halden on Rodon to the Yanks. Keith, Chris, I'm fired up, man. Let's go. This is awesome. You know, it's great to finally hear or see how, you know, take a, take a, take a page from his father's book now two times in one offseason after all he said about him. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, you, you can't be that. I, I think the time of killing Hal Steinbrenner this offseason, I don't know what else you you could want from, from him. I mean, yeah. could he have gone out and got one of the big-time shortstops instead of Radone? I can't imagine you want him to do both and spend that kind of money. But could you have made a decision where you were going to seriously upgrade your offense over your rotation? I think you could have. You could have figured out a way to eat the Donaldson money and move one of those guys over to third and change the prospect. But that's more of like a – I think that's more of a Cashman thing. I think Cashman targeted really upgrading this starting rotation, and uh, Steinbrenner gave him the money. So I agree. We can we can reference his father and George Steinbrenner all day long. Uh, I'm not one for that. I don't really care about that. I, I look at what's in front of us. And right now, all the fears of the owner not willing to spend money – should go out the window because they just spent $500 million this offseason. Yeah, and this, this rotation is now electric. We have those four guys who have all been or could potentially be die young finalists or award winners. It's just, it's, I'm excited to see this, how the staff goes down. And um, it looks like we're taking a turn here. Man, it just feels good to get a guy that was rumored to want to be here. Mm-hmm. We, we saw, like, yeah. You, the writing was on the wall. We saw CeCe Sabathia on R2C2 talking to him, saying that he wanted him last year, right, in spring training, saying that he wanted him to come to New York and help mentor uh, Monty. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. Monty's out of here. We got Harrison Bader, and we don't need you to mentor anybody. We need you to come in here and be healthy and be you. And if that guy is healthy and he's himself, he's a dog. He's a power pitcher. He's throwing 99 four-seam fastballs. He's got a slider that's coming across the plate and freezing guys at 85, 86. You put him next to Garrett Cole at the top of this rotation. Cole is due for a bounce back year with less home runs flying out of the park. Those guys are going to strike out 500 guys. 
Yeah, it's going to be electric. Um, I'll let you guys go. Enjoy the night. Thanks for the call, Jack. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good feeling. It is a good feeling. I am excited. I am excited. I think they do need to change some things in the offense, but I am excited. This rotation's scary good. It really is. It's just, it's really good. <laughs> when we're and talking they, about top great. rotations in baseball, yeah. put the Yankees higher in that conversation. Oh, no doubt. I saw a like a power rankings of top two, right? And yeah, yeah. and they had they had they had Cole and and Nestor at like nine, right? I guess now where do you put oh. Cole and Rodon? Well, we have three all stars at the top of the rotation. Yeah, I would. The top three are as good as anybody. Um, I mean, at top two, you still probably go Verlander and Scherzer. I mean, the two of the all time greats that like ever do it. They're Hall of Famers. So you probably still the Mets have the best one-two punch would be off the top of my head. But, I mean, after that, I mean, I think you could put Cole and, and Rodon, right, Rodon right there at the top of it. Um, trying to think off the top of my head here, who we got? Uh, I mean, racking my brain to come up with, I mean, now that Verlander's off Houston. Uh like who we're going to face in the American League. Uh, well, I'm just saying, all oh, the top two is the best top two. Framber Valdez and Christian Javier oh, in good. Houston. Oh, very good. Um, but, I, you know, they they don't have the track record of a Cole Shane McClanahan and, and Tyler. Uh, class now, if yep. he's back and healthy, that's very good, too. Um, um, Red Sox, no. Orioles, no. Um, Blue Jays have Alec Manoa and um, Kevin Gossman. That's good, but I, I would say the Yankees is better. I mean, it's, I'm, it's, it's I'm I'm reaching for anyone that yeah, I think I is even of that caliber yeah. on that level. There's not. No. No, I mean, I just I think this you're talking about, and and to me, it's more than just the top two. I, you go four deep. If Severino is healthy, yeah, he's and can an pitch ace. like Severino. <laughs> I mean, you're right. He's an ace on on several staffs throughout baseball, and he's going to be number four if Nesta Cortez continues his uh, excellent pitching over what he's done the last two years. So this is. The rotation's set. With Montas as your fifth starter, the rotation's excellent. So it's just the, the pitching is good. Listen, the back end of the bullpen you're still a little worried about as far as the pitching goes. Uh, I think there's a lot of good arms in there. He's just really just, excited. I'm, because now I'm thinking about opening day. <laughs> the stage is set for opening day against the Giants. Oh, and people trolled us in. Oh, yeah, well, Aaron Judge is going to be on the other side. I know. No, now Carlos Rodon is on, the, on the other, other side. side. Yep. And Carlos Correa is on the other side. That's yeah, that's a that is a sexy matchup to open the season. It really is. That's gonna be a great I'm day sure we'll be there. I'm sure we'll yes. all be there. March thirtieth. Can't get here quick enough. I know. Uh and uh Brendan Cuddy put out that yeah, the conversation did start at seven years, two hundred million. So can I give the cash gods some credit for finessing that down a year and down forty million? Like I know I called out Cashman because the, my reason for calling out Cashman yesterday was, yo, when I last saw you at the winter meetings last week, you were playing. I, I hope you were playing. You were playing like you had no clue. Yeah. Hadn't talked to Judge. Nothing scheduled with him. Yeah. He's not our player. He's a free agent. He's free to do anything. When we're seeing that, we're like, Cash, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah. You, He is our player. He's not. Yeah. He hasn't played for anyone else. And then for Hal to step in and 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 be the Mariano of this whole deal, come in and close the deal. Right. We're looking at you like you. What did you do? 
they announced your four-year contract. Oh, he did nothing with Judge. Yeah, did nothing. <laughs> yeah, so said, go do nothing something. To do with it. Yeah. Now I'm giving. I'll give him credit for this because he obviously had to work with Scott Boris and talk to talk to Carlos Rodon over yeah. the last couple of days to say, hey, we're not going to go seven years yeah. and we're not going to go thirty million a year. Let's come down a little bit. You yeah. want to be here? This is a preferred destination. Here's our first offer. That where there was a gap. Right. They just closed the gap, and I'm fine with six years. At twenty six point six, six years something. was the absolute limit, and yeah, this is the average. The average money doesn't bother me at all. Twenty seven million a year for his quality is what you're going to pay, especially in this marketplace now. Uh, they avoid doing the seventh year, which is what he apparently wanted. They get him down to six. It's a good deal. It's just a good deal. I mean, anyone, if you wanted to just be lazy and tell me that this is an overpay. You could say that about every contract in baseball. I mean, Aaron Judge is... There is no overpays anymore. Everyone's overpaying. Of Brandon course. Nimmo got eight years, $162 I know, I million. Know. I know. It's true. <laughs> Carlos Rodon got six years, yeah. $162 Craig got, million. Craig got 13 years. I mean, these guys get crazy money and crazy years. Xander Bogart's got an 11-year yeah, no. contract. He's going to be mean, playing until he's 41. Please. He's, he's, Xander Bogart's has already shown not, not a lot because he's a great player. But he's already shown a little bit of decline already. And they signed him to an 11-year deal. It's a risk. That's a deal that's done four years into it. But you do what you do to get players here and try and win. And here's the thing. The Yankees have a window. Let's be honest. They have two players. They've added Rondon, yes. But they have two players. They have Garrett Cole and they have Aaron Judge. Those are their players. And those are their key players. And they have a prime. And that prime doesn't last forever despite just signing a nine-year deal with them uh, for Aaron Judge. They have to win in the next three, four, five years because then you're really going to start to see the decline in those two players. And that's this is the window. Those two guys are the window. You have to win in the Cole and Judge era, and that's in the next four or five years. So they have to be willing to, you know, maybe even less than that. So they have to be willing to overpay a guy, give a guy an extra year to give the best chance they have at this team. And listen, you now they've lost Verlander. You never know. This is the team that continues to rejuvenate itself no matter who they lose. But the Astros maybe take a step back. But that's the team you got to beat. And this puts them in a better position today. So whatever the money is, today's a good day for Hal Steinbrenner. This offseason has been a great offseason for Hal Steinbrenner. He spent half a billion dollars. It's over. The, 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 this isn't how Georgia's Yankees anymore. It's over. He spent half a billion without, you know, without getting off his boat in Italy. I love it. I love it. I, I love it too. This is the best rotation we've had in years on paper. Yeah. Like and and, and the Yankees have been close all these years and I I know October is about they haven't hit. They haven't hit. Okay, they still can make the changes so that they have a different lineup. But you got to feel good about pitching, right? Last year, when they paired DeGrom and Scherzer, all we heard was, oh, my God, World Series. They've got the best top two. There's yeah. no way that, that anybody can can line up a top two that's going to defeat DeGrom and Scherzer. Right. Um, you Darvish, Blake Snell. Yeah. Not that, pretty not easy, that. actually. Well, when I you, mean, and, and it helps when they, you know, hit four home runs and, and – and score seven runs against Scherzer in the first game of the wild card round and, and get, get him booed off the mound. And listen, that's what's scary about, and that's why I mentioned earlier, like arguably the best pitcher on the free agent market this year just because of his youth and his ability to, you know, I mean, I know he hasn't stayed healthy probably the last two years, but at least he's younger. I mean, you figure if he stays healthy, he'll be strong at the end of the year. You saw guys like Verlander. Verlander won the Cy Young, but he pitched his worst baseball of the season in the postseason. You've seen Scherzer now the last two years not be able to take the ball 
in L.A. when he was a Dodger for the last postseason start of the year, and then last year completely fade down the stretch and be brutal in an important series against Atlanta and be terrible in the postseason start in the wild card round against uh, the Padres. So, I mean, you've seen guys not only just even struggle to stay healthy throughout the year, but fade at the end. So, I mean, this is a younger 30, 31-year-old pitcher who you expect for the next two years, if he's healthy, to be a horse for this team and strike out a ton of guys. You're 100% right. You the, the the first two guys in this rotation just strike out a ton of guys. There is a ton of strikeouts, and they should give innings and pitch every, you know, I mean, it's going to help the bullpen that, that, that go around. You know, Nestor Cortez, I mean, these are guys who pitch into the game too. I mean, I feel, I think it helps the bullpen. It helps every aspect of this team. It's a huge move. Helps IKF move. when he's got the yips. <laughs> More <laughs> outs coming per, <laughs> coming per the strikeout. Do you think IKF is a starter this year? No, that's jokes, no, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. No, they got to get him up out of here. If they ha- if they keep him around and he is on the bench or he is available, um, you know, in case of injury, sure. But I just his audition was last year, and yep. uh, I, I I and he failed. Yeah, and I and it wasn't good enough. And you you can say that. Because when they got to the biggest stage, the biggest games, they couldn't rely on him. They had to bench him. And no, well, I know, but then they continue to tell you how great he is defensively. Yeah, what they say I, that's the and one, what I they know, do. I know. And I'm not one of those. I'm really not. I defend. You know, I'm a constant defender of Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman. But the one thing I just, I'll never understand that. I mean, Aaron Boone at the end of the season press conference tries to tell you how great he is defensively when we just watch you take him out of the most important games of the year, not because of his bat but because he's so bad defensively. You literally wouldn't play him in the biggest games of the year because of his defense, and then you tell me how wonderful he is. Like, it's just, it's hard to believe. But, uh, I mean, and you know what's funny? Because now I just saw, what does John Heyman follow up breaking the news of uh, Rodon come out with? He comes out with the Yankees struggling to find a match to trade Donaldson and Hicks. (laughs) That was his next story. His next tweet was, I don't know what the hell the Yankees are going to do with Donaldson and Hicks. (laughs) Well, hey. Put it out there publicly, and it's like, is is anybody interested in a washed-up Josh yeah. Donaldson or Aaron H- Like, please, anybody. I wouldn't be surprised if Donaldson's better this year. I don't know how he could be worse, but at the same time, yeah, I'm doing everything I can to get him off the team. I'm getting, I'm doing it. But, they, but, I mean, that's nice. I mean, a lot of people tell you that has to happen. Hicks isn't going to be a starting player for this team. They need a left field. That's what they need. Right now, I honestly don't know who's playing left field. Donaldson can be your third baseman, and even if he's bad, then you, and hopefully LeMayu could stay healthy, then you just play LeMayu with third, and Donaldson's a $25 million bench player. The Yankees can do it, but they need a left fielder right now. So I'm, I think they're going to be very active in the trade market. And then still, I don't know where, you know, Michael Kay and some different guys, Buster only, have been still adamant that the Yankees have something in the works that's even bigger than Rondon. I don't know what could be bigger than Rondon, but they have something in the works. I would imagine now that's a trade. A three-team trade where we send Glaber Torres, Josh Donaldson, and Aaron Hicks to three different destinations (laughs) and somehow get a left fielder and another infielder and maybe a DH. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, They would have to work on something pretty big to make it bigger than this. This is a good day. This is a good day. The Yankees rotation is elite. Just a matter of plugging up some holes and we go back at it. Steinbrenner is now off the hook. I'm and telling Carlos you, bro. Rondon is a you were there when they Yankee. booed Hal on Derek oh, Jeter Day. He didn't there, like yeah. that. He's walking out there with two hundred and and twenty two uh two hundred and twenty two thousand dollars to hand to Derek Jeter's yeah. turn two foundation. And as soon as they said, 
Yankees owner Hal Steinbrenner. Boo! I know. In his own crib, like that's like somebody disrespecting you in your own house. You got you got twenty thousand fans disrespecting you in your own house. Got to yeah, do something like about it. The Astros come to town and sweep you and celebrate and and win the American League in your own house. Got to do something about it. My whole thing was, man, that bothered me so much how the season ended. A season that started with the Yankees being compared to the 98 Yankees and all these other teams that yeah. won World Series. Yep. And I told people, hey, stop that. Stop that. These guys, like, they're going to come back, back down to earth. I didn't think they would literally come crashing down like they did in August. But then they got it back together and, you know, and fought through injuries and did enough to advance. You know, they secured the uh, the the two seed and, and got the division, did enough to advance. But then they had nothing for the Houston Astros and that's not how you go out. You got to take it personal. And I think Hal Steinbrenner did. I don't know if Brian Cashman did. Brian Cashman sometimes I think it's just a it's a walk in the park, man. And and it's yeah. a crapshoot. And the, and and they close the gap on us. And you know sometimes well, things don't work out. But I'm gonna give Cashman credit for this one because I know he had to be talking to Boris and and Carlos Rodon's camp and um, they got it done. Yeah, and not no. for seven years, two hundred million dollars. No. <clears throat> But you're, this is a Cashman deal. This is a Cashman deal. The the judge ha- had nothing to do with it. We want you back. Tell us, tell the owner how much money you need. That was that was what Cashman had, uh, and he and they even said he, he talked to Hal and said you're going to have to do this. This is not about me. Yeah, those kind of decisions aren't about the GM. But this is a Cashman deal. This is a Cashman deal worked out. They went back and told Hal this is what we're going to need, and he said yes. But Cashman worked this deal out. He you could tell he talked about pitching. He was on pitching more than even I was. Like, I didn't expect this. I was hoping they'd really uh, do something with the offense. But once you st- you start hearing about this name over and over and over again for weeks, they had to do this, and they did it. What number is he going to wear? He wore 16. He wore 16 in um, San, San Francisco. What, is 16 available? I feel like nobody. Is 16 retired? Yeah, 16 is yeah, retired. Whitey Ford, Whitey Ford. Right? Yeah, Whitey um, Ford. <clears throat> what number is he going to wear? He wore 55, I believe, when he was with the uh, Chicago White Sox. But to where are you give him the Brett Gardner? 11 would be tough. I have that jersey in my closet. Yeah, you feel bad about giving him the 11? I'm nope. just trying to think of teens. They didn't feel bad about teens? not bringing Gardy back. They needed somebody to play left field. Right. They didn't go to him. Domingo Armand wears, right? wears 55. Yeah. 17. 17 isn't retired. Is, is, is Boone 17 or 18? I think Boone might be 17. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just little things I'm thinking about as I'm seeing him in this uh, Giants jersey no more. And, you know, everybody now can exhale. Everybody's putting their thoughts out there. Brian Hoke just mentioned that um, they told Judge they were going to do something else, right? They weren't going to just sign him and say, oh, that's all we could spend. Carlos Rodon literally was in the interview with CeCe Sabathia where he said, uh, I like Judge. You know, when CeCe asked him about it, I like Judge. So, awesome. I don't know. I think we're getting to the last couple minutes here. I think I we mean, are. I think I think. Let's we go are. Giants. Let's go Jets. It's playoffs already. They got to win these games this week. Uh, obviously, Chris will be on tomorrow. It's a regular Carton and Roberts tomorrow, right? They're not taking off. Or, or yeah, Craig, Craig is, is off. Craig yeah. is out because it's Friday. Craig, well, yeah, because he's 
you know, he's he's old and tired, and you know, it's no longer it's the, the end of the year. Period. He's got two jobs. Yeah, you know, he's up every morning doing you know other people's work. So I mean, he's busy. So uh, he's going to take a day off. Well deserved, of course. Um, I believe Sean Marash is filling in. So, so it'll it's, be, it's he's Morash, a Yankee fan. It's Morash and, and Evan. Yep, it'll be Morash and Evan filling in. Uh, for obviously not Evan filling. It'll be Rash filling in for Craig. So it'll be Evan Marash. I'll be there to keep him in check. Don't worry about it. And uh, he's a Yankee fan, so I'm sure we'll have some fun with the yeah, Rodon stuff. Yeah, it's going to be a heavy Yankee. He's uh, he's a a little bit of a he hates the whole regime. He's one of the Yankee fans who hates everybody. But I'm sure he'll be more than happy and, and giddy about Rodon. There's a lot of Yankee fans like the, oh, you yeah, know yeah, I mean, these Yankees fans like, and I understand it's Twitter folks. But I have people like, what about hitting? Hitting? Yeah, that still doesn't feel a hole. It's like st- everything can't happen tonight. I know. Everything can't happen this month. I know. The the season doesn't start December 30th. It starts March 30th. More moves will be made. I talked to Jose Trevino this morning. He was in camp with the Rangers knowing he was going somewhere, not knowing he was going to the Yankees. There's somebody else that's going to report to spring training and then get sent over here. You got to wait. But you can, like, at least me, you can exhale, you can be happy, you can smile tonight knowing that your team anted up. The, the cheap narrative is out the window. Out the window. The Cashman sleeping narrative is out the window. Out the they window. just went and signed the best left-handed pitcher on the market and arguably the best pitcher available, depending on who you ask. They, I think they did get that. I mean, I think so, too. He was an all-star last year. He's younger. He's He's literally 10 years younger than Verlander. Yeah. Now, look, I, I think Verlander is obviously the more talented on any given day. I mean, he's, he's he just won the Cy Young. But, I mean, you got a guy under control for the next handful of years, still in the prime of his career, hopefully. It's just a matter of health. Uh, you know how many strikeouts he has. And this is the guy, I mean, listen, him and Cole at the top of the rotation now for the next handful of years. The Yankees have locked up their top two for the next six years or five or I think Cole has six years left. Uh, so, I mean, you know who's going to be there. You know who's going to be making game one and game two starts for the next handful of years as long as they stay healthy. So this was a huge move for the Yankees. And, again, it was somebody that they they decided they were going to target him. And this is what's big for the New York Yankees because this is who the Yankees have always been. That's why I thought, you know, lose, losing Judge is worse than bringing Judge back is good. Like, you can't lose that guy. You're no longer the Yankees. And you're not the Yankees anymore if you make a target in Carlos Rodon and decide this is going to be our guy and we're going to go after him and we're going to chase him and we're going to make the entire – every other move we make besides Judge is about this, about this. It's just – he. Yankees and Rodon, Yankees and Rodon. Hear about it for for a, a week straight, and then somebody else swoops in and takes him at the last minute because the Yankees wouldn't go the extra year, or the Yankees wouldn't go the extra twenty million dollars. Well, then you're not the Yankees anymore. So this is a big move, a big get, solidified the rotation. Still work to do. Go get a left fielder. But today's a good day to be a Yankee fan. That's all we got, folks. I hope you're happy, Yankees fans. Let's go. More to be done, but hey, when you look at free agency, you just went out there. And spent big money for two All-Stars that are definitely going to help the team. They're going to be leaders of the team and that fans can get behind. So for C-Mac, K-Mac, we're out of here. That's uh, all we've got. We'll catch you tomorrow. I'm on after the Nets game, and obviously C-Mac is on during Carton and Roberts. And then I'm on after you. Oh, yeah. Friday night, Saturday morning. Awesome. Going to have a great show. Thanks for listening. We're out of here. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.